welcome to the Reawakened Mom podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Clampett. I am so grateful you're here. This show is for you if you find yourself always putting others' needs before yours. You naturally take care of others first. You find yourself in constant comparison with other moms. You put your dreams, goals, ambitions, and passions on hold. If you raised your hand and said, that's me, this show is for you. You are not alone. My goal with this podcast is to show you it doesn't have to be this way. I invite you to join the weekly conversations and learn mom hacks, proven strategies, techniques, and mindset tips to reawaken who you truly are. Some episodes, I'll be here riding solo and riffing on a specific topic. Other weeks, I'll invite moms and experts to share their stories and journeys on how they reawakened their life. We need your voice out in this world, so stop hiding, stop dimming, stop following, and start knowing, shining, and leading because you are not alone. Let's reawaken the passion living inside of you together. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Reawakened Mom podcast. And I'm here for a solo episode to share something that happened last week when I was on a coaching call with one of my clients. And we were talking about living kind of in like Groundhog's Day, right? So her day just felt like the same over and over again. She actually works from home. So being able to separate like work from then doing things around the household and then the kids getting the kids from school and then feeling triggered and, you know, not living up to being that mom that she wants to be and then going to sleep and wake up. And it's exactly the same thing. And she never felt like she was getting the things done that she wanted to get done. She never felt like she was living and being the mother that she wanted to be. And that work, she was getting everything done with work that she wanted to get done. And the relationship with her husband, like, well, what the heck is that? So have you ever felt that way before? Have you ever felt like you are just living your life on repeat? Nothing changes. It's the same every single day. There's not a lot of joy in your life. You're not doing things for yourself. You aren't feeling necessarily fulfilled in the things that you're doing. Maybe the things aren't lighting you up. So what I wanted to share on this episode, if you feel that way, or if you're feeling stuck, you know, in this vicious cycle of the same thing, monotony over and over and over again, I wanted to share a couple tips that I shared with her to see if they will maybe help you so that you can take maybe one of these tips and it will help you move forward in your life in a more positive way, in a more joyful way, in a more happier way, in a more less overwhelmed way, a less stressful way, a less triggering way. That's my goal. So one of the things that we actually talked about when you know, I said, tell me a little bit about your day. What does your day actually look like? Kind of from like beginning to end, like summarize it for me. So what I noticed is there was not a lot of me time. There was none actually, even finding out like maybe what she had done before. And what exactly is me time? That is whatever that is self-care for you. Working on you for you, connecting with yourself versus connecting with the outside world. That could be many things. It's whatever lights you up, whatever calms you, whatever makes you feel good. So me time, it could be, yes, I'm going to get a massage. I don't know what that is. Massage. 
Maybe I'm going to go to float. Maybe I'm going to go to the beach. Maybe I'm going to go on a trail. Maybe I'm going to call a friend. Maybe I am going to sleep a little bit later. Maybe I'm going to wake up and have a cup of coffee. Maybe I'm not going to drink coffee. Maybe it's health related. Maybe it's caring for yourself so that you feel energized. You feel good. Maybe it's sitting and reading a book. Maybe it's doing crossword puzzles. What is that me time? Maybe it's horseback riding. Maybe it's dancing. Maybe it's putting your favorite song on and just dancing for five minutes. Maybe it's getting a super long, super hot shower like my teenagers. Me time can be anything for you and you alone. It could just be sitting in your car and with the sunroof open and just like feeling the sun on your face. So that was one of my suggestions to her. Throughout your day, find some time. Actually, you're not going to find the time. You're going to have to make the time. Let me reword that because you will never find that me time. You have to schedule it in just like you would a doctor's appointment. You're going to schedule in that time, five minutes, half an hour, one hour going out for a walk. And what I suggested to her was, you know, that's kind of like a win for you, but schedule that maybe before you go to pick your kids up at school. So maybe if you really get triggered when you pick your kids up for whatever reason that may be, because again, that vicious cycle, you didn't get enough done. You got distracted. You didn't do anything for yourself. Schedule that maybe like a half an hour before you have to leave to go pick the kids up your me time. So you feel recharged. You feel refreshed before you're going to get your littles or your big ones at school. Me time. Schedule that into your calendar every single day. And it does not have to look the same every day. It doesn't have to be the same time. It doesn't. Mom life is crazy life, right? But we can schedule some of those things. And sometimes it's not going to happen. We know that. But schedule it in. So more than likely, it's going to happen than if you don't schedule it. Because we can always find something else to do. We can always find that pile of laundry. We can always, you know, find something else to do. But schedule that in. The second thing we talked about was asking for help. So there were certain times of the day when she felt more stressed than not stressed. And some of those things were triggered. And because these conversation came about because she was getting triggered with her kids at bedtime or during bath time, she was getting triggered because she was trying to rush through it and they wanted to play or they wanted to do something else. And so maybe then she would yell or maybe she wasn't the mom that she wanted to be. So what would be a time during your day when you feel most stressed, when you feel most triggered, when you are not acting in alignment the way the mom that you want to be? And what I suggested is if you can, so if you have a partner, if you have someone that can help during that time, maybe it has nothing to do with your kids, but if it is, because a lot of the time we're triggered from something else, it's not even our children. It's something else that happened through the day. It's something else that happened in our past. In our childhood, you know, we need to do a little bit of inner work on that, but think about when you get triggered. So maybe take out a note paper, like put this in your notes on your phone. When am I getting triggered? When am I most stressed? Is it first thing in the morning trying to get my kids ready for school? Is it when I have to go pick them up because then we have this, this, and this to do? Is it bedtime? And then what I want you to think about doing is, is there someone or is there a way you can ask for help? Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe you can tag team and flip-flop. Maybe what they're doing when you're giving a bath is cooking dinner or getting cleaning up the kitchen. You know, maybe they're outside. Maybe you guys can tag team and flip-flop to help each other out because so many times as moms, we do not ask for help. We do not ask for help enough. And then when we receive help, we critique how we got help. I mean, really, say an amen right now in the car if you're hearing me on this. We ask for help. And then when we receive help, we critique it. 
It wasn't good enough. It's not the way I would have done it. And so people don't want to help anymore. But I want you to think first, when am I getting triggered? Is there a way I can ask for help? Do I have someone in my household or do I have a family member or do I have a close friend that I can ask for help during this time? Maybe we flip-flop schedules. Maybe I need to add some me time right before that time that I get triggered. Maybe I need to add some breath work right before that time. Maybe I need to change the things that I'm saying to myself so that then maybe I won't be triggered. Or maybe I need to look at the situation differently. If it's bath time and your kids are playing, let them play. Have a good time. They're only kids once. They don't know. They're just having a good time. They're using their imagination. They're splashing. They don't want it to go quickly. So maybe you need to just take a little bit of extra time and get them in earlier so that they can play later. So you can get them to bed. So you can spend time with your husband after you get them to bed. So that's step number two. So the first thing we talked about was me time. The second thing we talked about was asking for help, especially during those times when you get triggered or you're most stressed. A third thing we talked about was business. So she works at home. And I work from home as well. And I know that there are so many distractions because you're in your home. You're seeing everything, right? Right now I'm seeing the cat hair everywhere. My cat is shedding like crazy. It's all over my stairs. It's all over my living room, the family room. It's everywhere. It's driving me insane. But I am stopping myself from getting my vacuum out right now and going and vacuuming. Why? Because right now I'm working. That vacuuming can take place at any time. I can even ask my kids to help vacuum later on in the day. It does not have to be done. It is not an emergency. It needs to be done right now. Okay. So in, on, and off. This is a concept that I got from my business coach when I had hired her, Brigitte, two years ago. And so she brought this concept and I've heard it other times. And so I brought it up with my client because, you know, there are so many things in a business that we can group together. That if we group them together, those are things that are in our business. There's things that are on our business. So in your business, maybe that's like you have to make coaching calls. Maybe that's you have to have client calls. Maybe that's you have to go to in-person meetings. Maybe you have to do things that are in-person. You're doing podcast recordings, like you're trying to be visible yourself. Those are things like in your business. On your business is all the like behind the scenes stuff, like the, I was going to say academic things, but it's all the things, the administrative tasks. Maybe that's the emails, the content, the research, all of those things that you might have to be doing that can kind of be grouped together in a certain time frame, in a certain day. So maybe you're not feeling so overwhelmed all the time, but you can group these things together. You can set a timer for 45 minutes. I'm going to sit at my desk and this is what I'm going to work on. At the end of the 45 minutes, I'm going to leave my desk. For five minutes, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'm going to go get a drink of water. Maybe I will put that laundry in the dryer, release all that stuff going on in my brain. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to set an intention for the next thing that I'm going to work on. Maybe I need to work another 45 minutes on all those on activities. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I'm going to move to something else that I need to be doing. And I am then recording a podcast episode. You know, you can structure your day in such a way that you can group the same type of tasks So that you're not doing like those same monotonous tasks all day long, every single day, unless you have to. But if you have to check email every day, like maybe you just schedule, I check it two times a day, like first thing in the morning when I get to my computer and then I send my emails, then I do other things. I don't have my email open and I check it again, maybe like a half an hour before I'm going to clock out for the day. 
So that's what I suggested to her. Let's make a list. Tell me everything you do in your business. So I want you to do the same thing. Make a list of everything you do in your business. And then what I want you to do is you're going to schedule them, put, write them under an in category, write them under an on category. And then off is obviously when you want to be off your business. So like, I don't want to work on the weekends. I don't want to work on Fridays. That's my fun day. Maybe Mondays is your CEO day. Maybe you work four days a week and maybe Fridays you take a half a day. If you can do that, obviously, if you work a job that you do have set hours, then that's a little bit harder, but you can still do the same concept. If you have to work outside of the house and you work in an office building versus if you are working at home, that is a concept that I wanted you to to have, but in, on, off, it's a great concept. I suggest you try it. You know, it's it's awesome. You can probably Google it to find more information or send me a message about it. But you can do this no matter what kind of business you do. Even if you have multiple businesses, that way you can try to figure out how many hours you're actually working on your business, how many are distracted. If you actually research and Google, you know, an eight-hour workday, no one is actually working those eight hours because you're getting distracted. You're getting up to go to the bathroom. Someone's coming to your office. Somebody's giving you a phone call. You're checking your email. Oh, wait, you got on social media. You know, you go for a bathroom break. It's it's extended a little bit longer. You actually aren't working eight hours. So don't think that when you're at home, you have to work eight hours, right? We want to work smarter, not harder here, especially if your goal from working from home, if you're able to, is for more freedom, right? We want to be smart about this and not get distracted and not be organized in our business when we are at home. So I hope that these like three tips helped. I know that they really helped her. She's super excited. There's other things that I shared with her, but those are just a couple things that I really thought could be beneficial to you. You know, it's the beginning of April and maybe you try to plan your month. Maybe you want to plan your week and get better about scheduling your week out so that you feel really good about it because every single day is that cycle. It's going to come back to to the next day. So it is that Groundhog's Day, but it doesn't have to be if you can plan your day, plan your schedule, how you would like it to look. Ideally, things happen. We know this. Be flexible, be comfortable with that, knowing It's okay. Something might change, but at least I know I'm planned out. It's like meal prepping, right? If you meal prep, how amazing is that? You've got all this food. It's ready for you when you're hungry. You want to go grab something. You don't know what you want. You're like, oh yeah, I already baked a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, I already cooked a bunch of veggies. I already chopped them up. So instead of going to grab that cookie, I'm going to go grab my carrots. I mean, I'll still probably grab the cookie, but you know what I mean? Like you're just being prepared and that's the best that we can try and do for ourselves so that we can hopefully break that Groundhog's Day schedule and have more joy and have more fun in our life and plan the things that we really are important to us because the number one thing is taking care of yourself, that me time, scheduling time for you, because if you aren't taking care of yourself How are you going to work your business? How are you going to take care of your kids? How are you going to connect with your spouse? How are you going to create those friendships? How are you going to be on a podcast if you don't plan it out? Like, let's do a little bit of work to hopefully help us in the end make life easier for us, right? Isn't that what we want? We want more harmony in our life. We want to feel amazing. Go back and listen to the episode that I recorded last week all about how our lives can feel like an elementary band. 
Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. So thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I would be so thankful if this resonated with you at all. Please share this episode on social media. Tag me, melissa.clampett on Instagram. Please do that. Like take a screenshot of this episode and share it and tag me because really that's how the message gets out to more moms. And that is what I'm so passionate about is just helping moms just feel less overwhelmed and feel like they have more overwhelmness in their life. So thank you so much for being with me today. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you felt like you were hanging out with your bestie because now more than ever, we need community and connection. If you loved this conversation and have a friend who you believe needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. It could transform their day. Share it on social too, because you never know who needs to hear this message. Follow this podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple so you will never miss an episode and don't have to go searching for it each week. Make your life easier, my friend. Your support means the world to me. If you found inspiration today, take a second and leave me five stars and a personal written review on Apple Podcasts so more moms feel less alone. That's how this message gets out to more mamas. If you want to stay connected on other levels, check out my new website, melissaclambit.com. There you'll be able to subscribe to my newsletter, send me a personal message, join the Reawakened Mom Circle, get free resources, book me to speak at an event, or just check out my musings I write about this amazing life. I can't wait to get to know you on a personal level. If you want to continue this conversation and take action on something we talked about today, join me and other mamas in our free Facebook group, the Reawakened Mom Group. It's linked in the show notes because who has time to write it all down? Remember, we're stronger together. We're stronger supporting each other. We are stronger lifting each other up. We are stronger sharing our journeys and stories because you're not alone, like ever. I believe in you, mama. I see you. I hear you. I am Melissa Clampett, and this is the Reawakened Mom Podcast.